Hey, Abby. Hey. We're in person this time. This is yeah. Weird. We haven't We're done this before. We're for real together in a real place. I went to Boston this weekend, which is where my sister lives, so that I could be the keynote speaker at BaFest. It was very fun. Also, all the windows are open, so you might hear sirens going by outside. Some lovely street screaming from the children. You know how the children love to scream on the streets. Yeah, I live in Jamaica Plain, and so basically it's entirely children screaming and dogs barking. That's pretty much the soundtrack of my life. Family sounds. That and Brendan making us delicious drinks in the kitchen. So, Abby, did you like this show that we watched? No. Sorry, Jonathan Gould. Abby did not love this show. I actually was kind of alright with it. So, Abby, you watched Read All About It. Yes. How many episodes did you watch? I only watched six episodes. Now you're the failure. You're the failure still. We can both be failures. Uh, It's okay. There's enough room on Failure Island for both of us. Alright. But you watched way more episodes than I did. I did. I watched the entire first season of Read All About It. So you know all about what happens to the kids? I don't know. Well, I know a little bit. The only reason I didn't do it was because I was busy. I swear. I didn't dislike it. It's I, not like, that I hated it. liked it, it fine. Was, like, it managed to, like, hold my attention most of the time. It was, like, the we were watching the really bad YouTube quality ones. Yeah. It's, like, what we could find, and it was tough to watch. Couldn't make out their faces very well. Also, there's lots of parts where you have to read the screen, because yeah. there's an entire character who only speaks through typewriter. Yeah. The thing is, as a show intended to teach children how to read... I mean, they basically already had to know how to read. It was more about vocabulary building, it seemed to be. Yeah, and like reading comprehension and stuff. Yeah. So it was more about, once you have the skill to actually read a word, then, you know, it's pretty good. So maybe ages eight and up, maybe six and up. But I don't know what the literacy rate was back then. Maybe it's more like 15 and up. (laughs) What do you think it is? It's 1979. Yeah, it was made in 1979. Our mom was alive in 1979. She read a lot. She could read. What if literacy wasn't that great? What if literacy was better back then, though? It probably was. I think literacy oh, has no, actually, actually gone down. I think recently. it's gone up because oh, okay. more people are communicating through like text. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's like guess actually what? improving people, people's ability to, to write. And people stuff. can write better because of cell phones. So shut up. Yep. We aren't just staring at a blank screen, which is no. what so many people reading. assume. We're reading. God. When? Oh my God. This is off topic. Well, one time I was standing outside, like looking at my phone before like a date or something and this guy walks past and it's just like staring down at the phone nothing in the head and i'm like wait really i'm reading an essay right now there is a lot going on in my head right now what do you think people do with cell phones do they imagine that we're just playing games because on it? even if you're playing games you're still, you're still using, your using your brain i mean my alternative is staring into space <laughs> Which is definitely not, like, doing anything. Or, like, reading a book, but then you have to get the book. And also, it's the same as reading a it's book. It's the same. It's reading a book reading on your phone. an article on my internet. Anyway, okay. So, read all about it. Let me just describe what this show was about. So, in his will, Chris's uncle left a coach house to his dear nephew, who brings his friends Sam and Lynn along to check it out. Within the coach house, whatever that is... They find smarmy machines, Otto and Theta, who inform them their uncle was actually transported to another dimension, and it's up to them to figure out how to bring him back. But they must also be careful, for no one in town can be trusted. Boo, boo, boo. I also said their uncle 
It's just the one guy. The other Chris two Anderson. Are his Is that his name? Which, by the way, he goes on to have writing credits for Family Guy. That's interesting. Uh, the children. There's Chris, Lynn, and Sam. All children, all the same, basically. <laughs> Lynn seems to be the youngest and dumbest. Sam is maybe the oldest and smartest, and Chris is who cares? Just Chris is just dude. the hero he's character. Just the he's just the Harry character. Potter. He is he's the center of attention for some reason, even though Sam is clearly the best one. Just saying, but the most terrible actress. I mean, no, Lynn's pretty bad. Also. Yeah, Lynn's really terrible. It's I don't like her. Chris Anderson is a pretty good actor. Is, is he? I think he's fine. Okay. Like, I think he's definitely passable. And then later on, there's another character named Alex who gets introduced. And he's pretty alright, too. Alright. In, character. like, the second season. Because guess what? I watched all the way into the second season of this one. Oh, man. Hey! Go me! I'm terrible. You're not terrible. I'm the worst. You've watched literally every other show. That's true. I watched 40 episodes of Dark Shadows. Yeah, you did watch 40 episodes of Dark Shadows. Anyway, so our other characters, we have Otto, a sentient typewriter for whom the entire show must come to a halt to be understood. Yes. Because he's a typewriter. So when he says something, it's typed out. (laughs) (laughs) This was Brendan's main complaint about this show. Well, not main complaint. There were a couple of complaints, but one of them was that everything had to come to a complete stop. In order for Otto or the other machine to, like, show a word on the screen for a little while. The other machine was called Theta. She was a talking TV, and she posts only the big words from what she just said. And then it always zoomed in on it so that we could see it. The words got their own moment of screen time with total silence so that the audience could read along. I it mean, was like, it's for 12-year-olds, you know? Like, they're, yeah. they're sitting there and they're like, I can read this. Yeah. It's probably very good for them. Yeah. I'm not going to, like, say they shouldn't have that because reading is good, teaching children is good, <laughs> but it also was a little bit awkward sometimes. But as soon as you get over it, like, you kind of get yeah. used to it while you're watching the show. I feel like this show bears a really strong resemblance to Ghost Rider. It does. I actually, when I saw it, I was like, ah, oh, Ghost Rider ripoff, but it's from 1979. So, so you know. Ghost Rider is a ripoff of it. Yeah. Because um, the way that the children kind of decide to still be in the coach house. Wh- what is a coach house? I a coach know. house is where you keep your coach. Coaches? But the thing is, it was obviously See, I'm renovated. imagining gym coaches. It's where the <laughs> gym coach goes to unwind or something. His library, his study, <laughs> where he lifts weights and reads about no. how to be a coach. Silly or perhaps Abby. you put many coaches there because coaches must be separate from the rest of society. Perhaps? Yes. It's where you keep your coach. As in yes, the drawing. Like your gym coach. No. Like your horse coach. I ignore this now. I like my cannon better. That's, I can respect that. Thank you. Anyway, so these kids decide to stay in the coach house and be unsuspicious to the other people in town who may be evil and want to teleport them to another dimension or whatever they did. Very unclear. That mm-hmm. they will start a newspaper. And so they start a newspaper and then they decide what to put in their little newspaper and it's very cute. And they're like, we'll send it out to the whole town. It's like, oh, cute little That's children. adorable. And it's cute. And robots help them out sometimes who are like, we'll make a list for you. Or like, you yeah. should have this feature. But the thing, of course, is that they only have the newspaper as a clever ruse. Indeed. In order to investigate the secrets the conspiracy, of the conspiracy. Which I actually, you don't figure out within the first season, I think. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, I you like kind then. of do. But of course, it's the, the whole thing is like just ancillary. To them learning how to read. Yeah, that's very much a thing. So a lot of it is actually about them writing the newspaper, it seemed to be. I only got, like, it took them six episodes to actually write a dang newsletter. Nah. Just saying. 
they had some nonsense in the way. For one thing, at some point, for some reason, a tiny version of the Red Queen from Alice in Wonderland shows up. And it takes them an agonizingly long amount of time to figure out who she is. An entire episode, they're just like, let's run down all the different things that she could be. The thing is that the second that I saw her, I was like, is that the Red Queen? And they already knew what the Red Queen was. Like, any familiarity, any level of familiarity with any of the illustrations for Alice in Wonderland, including, I actually was watching this with a friend. God, she's a great friend, because can you imagine just, like, sitting through, like, several episodes of this grainy-ass TV show on YouTube? Um, But she's sitting with me, and she was like, when did the actual Disney Alice in Wonderland come out? Because if it came out before 1979, these kids have no excuse for not knowing who the Red Queen is. And it turns out it came out in, like, right before, like, 1976 or something. I mean, I guess I don't know if it was, like, as popular in Canada as oh. it was in the United States. I assume. I mean, Canada's the same, right? Canada's the same as the United States. This quote is something me on that. that. Yeah, so you can quote I Abby live there. I know. Abby knows. There's more French up there, though. Canada equals United States. Plus, plus French. French. We say a lot of stuff at the same time in real life. Yeah. We're together. <laughs> it's because we're sisters. <laughs> we have the same brain. Brains are gross. Uh, don't say that word. What? Brains are gross? The word brain. Not a fan. You don't like the word brain? Don't say it around me. <laughs> it's against the rules now. All right, great. I accept that rule. All right. We didn't mention Dunedin. Oh, Dunedin. We must. He is the last character to be introduced, as far as I know. Uh-huh. But, uh, well, except for Alex in the second season. Yeah. Dunedin is a floating head who rules over another galaxy and enjoys tormenting children, I he guess. He is also the mayor of the town that they live in. Oh! Boom! Oh! Boom! Oh my god. I bet you didn't think this show would get that intense, but it did. The conspiracy runs deep. No, see, I knew it would get intense. I just didn't have any time to watch it because I was just like, man, I want to see this. But then so much of it was just bullshit about spelling and them doing a stupid newsletter. And I'm like, get to the conspiracy, please. I want to hear about the town. Well, that's how they get you, isn't it? They, like, hang the conspiracy over your head. And then they just are like, but first you have to learn how to read. Oh, no. Before you can get to the conspiracy part. These tricky literacy advocates (laughs) putting (laughs) reading in everything. (laughs) How dare they? But yeah, he turns out to be the mayor. Bum, bum, bum. And then it's like, what the fuck? And I can't even really figure out exactly how being the mayor of a tiny town in Canada. It's something with like an interdimensional portal or something. It's probably in the town. And then, I mean. Like once he takes over the town. Why not just steal the town? If you. See, that makes sense to me. Like you can keep it small so that nobody really knows about it. And then you can rule over a small amount of people and torture them as much as you want. Keep it small, you know? Have you thought about this? Like, have you thought about doing this? You totally have. That's why you like Hellraiser so much. Mm, Hellraiser. Um, but yeah, he. So there's this whole complicated thing where it's all about teaching you about primary sources. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa, nice. Because like, that's, that's something that people don't it's even like learn in real life. Higher level learning stuff. It's like yeah. they this they're is looking for kids at, who are thinking about problem solving. Right. Skills. Yeah. These are kids who are like not just learning how to read, but learning how to like think, s- research. Yeah. And so yeah, so they have like two different history books, and one of them says. Like, the Eden family did this, and the other one says the Edwards family did this. Oh, whoa. So they figure out that Dunedin is, like, a time-traveling evil guy who changed the history book so that it would say Edwards instead so that no one could follow his trail. But they have to figure it out because they have these two different history books, and how do you figure out which one is more, like, something you can actually trust? Man, that's important for, like, 
for like these college days. and stuff because different resources yeah like oh man textbooks are going through some shit right now yeah like where people are trying to change them so that you know America's not the bad guy. Nothing we did was wrong. Slavery, no, we didn't like that, even though we had it longer than most other countries did. Yeah. Like, no, we're a civilized nation. Or it wasn't as bad as it sounds. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it was just a product of the time. Black people were okay with it. And yeah. white people, I mean, you know, all the white people you know, don't worry, they hated having slaves, even though they had slaves, and never set them free. Yeah. It was only a burden to them. It's nothing that ever benefited them, and they wished they didn't need slaves, but of course it was just a product of the time. So if only your kids had read, or listened, watched, read all about it, read, yeah. listened, watched, to read all about it, then they would absolutely know, those are not reputable sources. Yep. You should not read history books. History books are lies. Anyway, so that's what they're trying to tell us about, is like, don't trust everything you read. So actually, it had some, like, really good moments of just, like, a really good idea. There was this one in particular uh, where, at the very beginning, they're, like, reading a piece of paper about their uncle. And meanwhile, in the background, in a window, in the dust, is slowly being spelled out. Help me? Yeah, it was help me, I think. Uh Uh-huh. And it was so creepy. And it was Mm -hmm. just, like, they didn't notice for a long time that this was happening. And it was just, like, better than most horror movies I've seen. Hmm? Like, because... They don't want to go for the subtle, creepy shit. They want to go for the jump scare, oh, I'm mm-hmm, a ghost, mm-hmm. instead of just, like, something very slow and quiet in the background, which is the shit that's really creepy. Because what's really creepy is not a big bang in your house at night, even though that's terrifying, and it's like, turns out to be the cat or whatever, because it always does in horror movies. What's really creepy is, life. like, finding your shit has been moved. Or like, someone has done all your laundry. I would kind of like a laundry-doing ghost. Can I have that? That doesn't happen. Ghosts also, are only evil. have you seen this documentary? totally diverging from the point called the nightmare oh yeah i love You've that seen it? terrifying love it every i like stayed awake several nights i like would turn to oh. brendan and just be like what if i get sleep paralysis tonight <laughs> and brendan would be like you're not gonna get sleep paralysis and i'd be like what if i get sleep paralysis and then i would just like lie awake like wouldn't it be so scary if there were like someone standing over the bed right now <laughs> and i'd be like yes that would be scary and then i'm yep. awake for the next hour just trying to be like no one is standing over the bed i liked that documentary because um it kind of showed that nightmares really do have an effect on your life even if it isn't real like the people who are just like i have not really slept in an entire week because sleep paralysis is not actual sleeping because you're so stressed out and like your body is just so exhausted from having been asleep and it's so it starts to like take over your life and make you weird it makes you really scared to be asleep and just scared in your everyday life and so exhausted because we really need sleep and it really just kind of robs you of that every night yeah and you're like looking for a reason why and so a lot of people are like obviously i'm being possessed by demons yeah because i mean it's such a big thing but then you go to a psychologist and psychologists are like well it's just sleep paralysis and it's like well it is just sleep paralysis feel like just sleep paralysis does it but also it's really having a, a really terrible effect on me so, like, is there something I can do about it? And they're like, just don't be stressed anymore. Especially if you haven't had a lot of nightmares. You don't really know how scary it is. Like, I personally don't have a lot of nightmares. I wish it did. Seems, you like, wish awesome. You did? I wish I had sleep paralysis. Scary as no. hell. No, you don't. Only if it was good enough instead of just, like, dumb, I'm stressed out stuff. You wanted no, to no. be, like, a I really scary I wanted to be, like, one. Shadow Man, you know. There's all kind of Shadow Man. You want to see Shadow Man. You yeah. want to see Shadow Man. Look, I just want an exciting life. I just have an exciting life. No, what I want is a scary one. I want a scary life. No, I don't want want you to be scared in your life. Ghosts 
for a while in my new apartment, I thought there might be ghosts, but then it wound up just being cats. It's always cats. <laughs> See, the thing is, for a little while, like, uh, we had stuff, like, the front door kept being open. Did someone come in here? And it yeah. clearly was like they wanted us to know that they had been there because I didn't even bother closing the door. And uh, my roommates, of course, thought that they had locked the door the night before, so it wasn't the cat who could open doors. Because there was a cat that we have that can open doors of a certain variety <laughs> that our front door happens to be. And but the door like, is locked. Mm, perhaps. But we thought the door was locked. So it's like, whoa. And then one morning, uh, the laundry door was open, which I thought was weird. And then I went into the bathroom and I came out and it was closed. And I'm like, whoa. Ghosts. Ghosts slash or a robber. cats. Which is much scarier. Robbers are very scary. And I was just like, where is it hiding? Where is the robber? But then eventually, I actually saw the cat open the front door. And I'm like... <laughs> That's probably it. Because the cats can't close doors again, and even if they could, they wouldn't. But see, the thing is, why didn't the cat leave? <laughs> it opened the front door. What was its end game here? Apparently, it was just to open the door. Was its end game. It was just wanted the door open. And it's just like I don't know what cats don't like to be in closed areas. They so. just want their entire thing to be open. They don't like doors being closed because it's like, hey, what's what do you behind think you're there? doing? Once what they figure out what a door is, they're just like, this isn't just a wall. This wall isn't real. <laughs> this wall is a lie. Uh, I don't like to be lied to. Anyway, we got off topic. Yeah, but we were talking about... Oh, well, that sort of meshes with Otto. Otto doesn't like to get fucked with. Otto's great. He... Oh, Otto my God. In the first episode, they're just like, whoa, this typewriter is responding to us and finishing our sentences. So and then he's they, like, like, no, duh. Yeah, and then they like started to... Uh, do, like, little nursery rhymes and stuff, and you would finish them. And then eventually he was just like, have we had enough of these foolish games? And they're just like, oh, I think we pissed him off. And he's like, you did. I'm pissed off now. I am. But I'm a very like pissy robot. He has, giant googly eyes on his typewriter. He does. I thought those maybe were some kind of a sensor, but no, they're giant They're just eyes. giant googly they eyes. They didn't know about sensors. So, yeah. Otto's great. I love Otto. Really? He has a lot of sass. He's so sassy. He's, like, such a character. He's not just, like... Even though he just types out all of his words, he's still got a lot of uh, opinions in yeah. there. Including that Sam is an idiot. Yeah, oh, he's he such like a dick. He, like, hates her. And Maybe Sam I hates him. Really? Yeah, like, they have a mutual dislike. Oh, oh, right, I remember in the first episode where she was like, yeah, people call me Sam. And he's like, I'll call you Samantha. And she's <laughs> like, oh, I don't think he likes me very much. Theta seems to be neutral, though. Yeah, she seems to be basically just, like... Talking robot. Talking, talking robot. TV. Teaching, teaching, learning robot. It just puts the words on the screen. She's just like, conspiracy. And she'll like put the word uh, conspiracy onto the screen and, and like pause for like two seconds so that you can read the word conspiracy and appreciate all of its gravitas. Oh. They also seem to be protecting the children from the truth. Indeed. They know something that the children don't know. They probably know everything. Why aren't they doing anything? They're just like, let's have these kids figure all this stuff out. They're no, doing actually, anything. Because the kids do. need to they learn how to of, read. They need to learn how to solve their own problems, these right, children. Yeah. Like, did you watch as far as the problem pit? Yeah, I did. I love yeah, that episode. That was pretty intense. I wish it had been better quality because like they had all these so the problem pit is the episode where we meet Dunedin. Sam and Lynn are transported to the other galaxy that he rules over, which I thought was just insane because it was like episode three. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, I guess we're in And up until then now. it had been like, oh, this will be a cute story about kids putting Learning together a read. newspaper for their town. And then it's like, I am transported to another dimension. And in this other dimension, they meet the giant floating head that is Dunedin. And he's just like, uh, yeah, I'm your friend and stuff. Here, go through here, and you can go back to your dimension, or galaxy, or whatever. 
And so they go through there, and then it turns out, it's a trap! And now they have to solve a bunch of puzzles and riddles and spelling problems. And then he laughs evilly the whole time. So then, after they're out of the problem pit and they solved all the issues and stuff, and he's like, hooray, you did it! And then, uh, Dunedin sends a letter, and he's like, hey guys, sorry, I didn't mean to be such a dick. I didn't realize it was so scary to you. Uh, we're still friends, right? And they're just like, I guess so. And he's like, never mention my name. Because then it turns out that the mayor of the town's last name is Eden. And is his first name Dunn? I don't know. Oh. It's probably like Daniel or something. Daniel Eden. But I guess it's sort of like a thing to like, do you not know the name of your mayor? What's yeah. The, who's the mayor of Seattle? <laughs> you don't know. A small town is different than a big city. I That's don't not true. Know. You should know the name of the mayor of your big city more than you should know the name of the mayor of your small town. I guess they are kind of important. You know who the Boston mayor is? Marty Walsh. Well, you're more connected than me. I stay in my home all day. I don't even know my friends' names. Abby Howard Hermit. I am. That is what you are. I guess we can't really hold it against them. They're only like 10 years old that they don't know the name of the mayor. But the thing is, even after they learn the name of the mayor... They're unable to make the connection. Like, if he also looked the same as the giant floating head, I'd be like, mm. And he does, but they, like, meet him in a later episode. Like, mm-hmm. someone goes and, like, interviews a city councilor about something, and there's, like, kind of the suspicious activity that the city councilor does, <laughs> and it's kind of like, ooh, what's happening? And then it turns out something, something taking over all of the literature or something, something. What? The first... Oh, well, I guess actually literature is pretty important. Yeah. So they picked like, a pretty good thing They don't solve the it in part. the first season. Like, they don't say, like, here's the conspiracy, here's what it's been all along. They wait until, like, the second one. I feel like this and the Odyssey kind of have stuff in, in common. And then it had, like, a really... It's not like the Odyssey Because the all. kid acting is not as good. Yeah, the kid acting in the Odyssey. Man, I want to go The kid acting it. in the Odyssey was so good. But this one was just, like, Lynn in particular. Ugh. Like, she was super was bad. Sam was It's great. like, you know, somebody came in there with, like, a really strong idea for a show. Where it's like, we're going to have all this conspiracy stuff. Uh-huh. But then, like, I feel like somebody also was just like, but let's put some reading in there. Let's have them do, like, a newspaper or something. Let's have them, like, pause for a minute to look at words. Let's just, like, put this whole thing in there, too. Let's have them do SAT problems. Uh, yeah. yeah, they also solve lots of riddles. I'm really Yeah, there are riddles, riddles that are just like some of them though are just like obvious. like the first one this they riddle. did though was kind of tricky. It was cuz it was like not something that it wasn't intuitive. That was yeah, the problem. Yeah, it was the problem. You have to like know some trivia in order to answer it cuz it was like made in Canada, pushed it rolls forward with a push. Yeah. There was a third thing. I can't remember what the answer was. I don't think we knew. Yeah, they didn't know either. They looked it up did eventually. Did they tell us? Uh, I mean, they must have. They must have at some point. I think I paused it before they told us what it was. Oh, yeah. Makes faces, makes old faces new. That's the one. Because I thought it was maybe makeup. Yeah, me too. I was just like, hmm, rolls forward with a push. Like, could be, like, lip gloss. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know, I don't if, know if that was made in Canada. Yeah. Like, who knows what's made in Canada? Nothing's made in Canada. See, but of course a Canadian might know what's made in Canada, so. Right. It might be an actual riddle for them. What's made in America? An entire list in their head of everything that's made in Canada. Yeah. Made in America, stuff that says made in America on it. I don't know. Cars? Stuff some that cars? says made in America. Toyota. No. No. Not nope, Toyotas. Not <laughs> what's the one with the Rams on it? Is that Toyota? Uh, Dodge. Oh, Dodge. That's made in America. Fords. Ford, yeah, he was a president, right? The thing is, right? they're probably not actually made in America. Wait, was President Ford the same as the guy no, in Ford Motors? No, dramatically different people. 
I just remember there was like they're not even related to each other. Game that I played one time, it was like all the stuff that's made in the Amazon, and there was some dude who was like, "I'm gonna take all their rubber trees. It's me, President Ford." No, they didn't say President President Ford, Ford. but I assumed it was President Ford, and so now that's burned into my mind forever, as proven by the fact that I said President Ford instead of Do you remember that at some point? Ford. No, that's President Gerald Ford. Damn it! (laughs) It's um, what's Brandon? What? What's Ford of the Ford Motor Company's first name? Gerald. What? The president? Are you sure it's not the president? (laughs) What's his name? Henry. Henry Ford. The president was Gerald. They're both the same. Henry Ford. Just, you know, old Do you remember that, that stupid Amazon game? Did you always die of scurvy? I always died of scurvy. Why do we always How die are you supposed scurvy? to get vegetables? How are you supposed to get them? You're supposed to pull off to the side with your canoe and go onto land and get vegetables or trade with, like, for vegetables? I would do that. Yeah, and you still fucking died of I scurvy. I could get my person to eat Wait. it. Like, we yeah. would trade for it, and then I'd be like, eat it! And, and then he's like, like no, eat it. I'm okay. No, it was no, the Amazon... Amazon River. Amazon River. It was, it was such it was a like fun game, trail. except you died of scurvy every time. I love it, though. It was such a fun game. I learned so much stuff about the Amazon. Get it for your children. Well, apparently you learned that President Gerald Ford started the Ford Motor Company and Look, stole that was a rubber confusion. from the Amazonians. They did steal rubber. But well, anyway. They did, but not Gerald Ford, did he? That was a confusion on my part. That is not the game's fault. They just didn't know that they should distinguish between the people <laughs> with the same last name as a president. Nowadays, they might not make the same mistake. They gave you too much credit. If I, Yeah, they really thought a kid might actually understand that people were different, even if they had the same last name. <laughs> All I know is Harrison. Oh, wait, I was thinking of the President Harrison. Instead of <laughs> Harrison William Henry Harrison. They're the same, right? Harrison Ford and President William Henry Harrison. Harrison and Gerald Ford, they're all the same guy. President anyway, Ford. What if Harrison Ford so were our president? Harrison Ford is the same as William Henry Harrison and is also the same as President Ford's. And President Ford is Wait, also the same as I keep saying Henry President Ford's, Ford's, as in there's two of them, because now I know that there's two people with the last name Ford. One of them is the guy who started the Ford Motor Company. He's not a president, but he is the president of the Ford Motor Company. <laughs> and the Amazon Trail is where Harrison Ford became the president by stealing rubber from the natives. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, more about this show. Literacy is important. Literacy is clearly vital. Learn about how they actually didn't steal rubber from the people of the Amazon. I mean, they kind of did. I mean, he's responsible for all the stuff that happened in America, right? Like, the the president at the time can be blamed for everything that occurred that an American did. Yeah, it's all his fault. Whoever the president was when Henry Ford was stealing rubber from the natives. When Harrison Ford was stealing rubber from the natives. (laughs) Teach your kids about the presidents. That's <laughs> what the lesson is. Very important. Also, if you have the last name Ford, change it. <laughs> Clearly it's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem. So, Abby, uh, what's your highs and lows for this show? For Read All About It. My high was definitely the promise of, like, a really awesome conspiracy. Ooh. Also, I really like the backdrops in the other galaxy. And like I said, I wish I could have seen them better. Yeah. But I think that might have actually been my high. Because at that moment, I was like, holy shit, I'm into this. A new galaxy. Oh, no, I have another one, too. I really liked Otto. I liked his... His sass. His intro, because he was just like, fuck you guys. Don't talk down to me. Let's move on, please. I'm a robot with my own mind. Anyway, but probably the topsy tops is those backgrounds. <laughs> you laugh too much, Maddie. This isn't that funny, but Topsy also... Topsy Tops is... <laughs> thank you for laughing at my jokes. No problem, that's what I'm here for. Thank you. I'm having so much fun with my sister, everybody. It's so great to be here with my sister. This is why we do the Sister Time Podcast. Hey, I love her. Milo is probably... 
I don't want to say it's the parts where they zoom in on Theta and all the words that she just said, but yeah. only the important words. Yeah. Because, I mean, it wasn't great, but it's not like it made me hate it. Milo was probably all the parts where they just kind of had to do a side quest, because all the side quests were dumb. But they were all about learning how to read. It's important for kids, and I mean, every show has side quests. It was just like, the one that I saw was the Red Queen one, and the whole time I was just like, she's the Red Queen. Everybody knows this. If you know who the Red Queen is, you look at this, you see her fucking Queen of Hearts design, and you're like, that's the Red Queen. So it was just like, really frustrating. Ah. So I didn't like the stuff where, I mean, it's not... For kids, it's fine, because they're learning about stuff still. They probably don't even know who the Red Queen is. It's not like that's a very popular movie anymore, or, like, a popular book to read, because it's just nonsense. That book is nonsense. <laughs> don't make your kids read that. Kids will hate that. Alice in Wonderland? There's nothing kids hate more than nonsense. Yeah, if it doesn't make any sense, kids it scares kids are trying people. to make sense of the world. Yeah, so if something doesn't make any sense, they're going to be like, I'm frightened, and yeah, also, what is Yeah, it doesn't, like, this? fit into the context they're trying to build, and they're trying to fit it into the context, yeah. and they're just like, oh, God. People think that because kids kind of come up with nonsense, that that's what they want to see, but what they want to see is stuff that they can make sense of. Yeah. Because then they try to make sense on their own, sometimes that doesn't come off to us, and we're just like, haha, these kids and their nonsense. But it's logic-based nonsense for them. Yeah. And as you give them more logic... They're going to make more logic, and that's the thing. It's the same thing as, like, stupid imagination. People are like, kids have so much imagination. And I think what they do is that they just don't actually know what their kids read or, like, pick up on. Uh So they don't see it in their kids' work because kids copy what they see. Yeah. So as a kid, I just copied what I saw. And sometimes my mom would be like... Oh, you were so creative. Yeah, I copied Digimon a lot when I was yeah. a kid. I came up with an entire world called Ziggy World. It was a kind of a cross between Pokemon and Digimon because I wanted a lot of friends, but I wanted them to be able to talk. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> so your low is, are that the, like, red queen uh, yeah. part? The side quest. I don't like the side quest. You don't like the side that quest. That was my low. I just wanted it to be the weird conspiracy because they already have enough going on. They're writing a paper. Mm-hmm. They've got the conspiracy going on. Mm-hmm. They have these robots they can be friends with. Mm-hmm. They've got, like, multiple layers to play with, and yet they still were just like, let's just have random characters from books show up sometimes. Or, like, let's just make them go on a stupid, unrelated side quest. That actually ends up ramping up a whole bunch by the second season, though. The Way side quests? more side quests and, like, book characters. Oh, no. They do that multiple times. Many, many times. Did you see Merlin? Because no. they have Merlin show up also in Lame. the same way that the Red Queen does. Wait, but Merlin, wasn't that movie also out at that time? I feel like every kid in the U.S. would be like, you're it's a wizard. Are you Merlin? Yeah. But they probably would actually go Gandalf first, honestly. But now we've got Dumbledore, Merlin, and Gandalf who are all the same. Speaking of which, did you read um, The Once of Future King when we were kids? I just recently read this book called H's for Hawk. It's about this woman who like trains a hawk. As, like, a grief coping mechanism. She also talks a lot about T.H. White, who's the author of that, because he was, like, a hawker. Like, he did the thing. Ha-ha, falconer, I think. Um, yeah, hawker. But he has a goshawk. That's, like, his oh, bird cute. that he flies. Those um, are really cool. And he's, like, shitty at it. Oh. That's the thing. Like, he's, like, just a really <laughs> terrible falconer. But he wrote into The Sword in the Stone. You remember how in The Sword in the Stone, like, Merlin's always changing the wart into things? Yes. Yeah. One thing that didn't make it into the movie is that he changes him into a falcon and leaves him, like, in the roost overnight. Oh, shit. And there's, like, a goshawk right there that's gonna fucking murder him. Huh. And there's, like, this weird, like, falcon hazing thing where they make you stand next to the goshawk for, like, the night. The goshawk's going to, like, look at you and be like, I'm going to murder you. And then you have to, like, just stand there and hope that he doesn't. But he might. 
it's a really interesting book, H is for Hawk. I definitely recommend it. And mm-hmm. it talks a lot about falconry to the point where, you know those books where, like, you can be like, I obviously don't give a shit about falcons, but it can make you think, care about maybe falcons. I should train a falcon. Uh, don't you have anything you want to ask me? Are your highs and lows? Thank you. This show was not as bad as some of the other ones we've tried to watch. It's not true. Nearly it's as not bad as, as bad Dark as Dragon Shadows. Worlds or Dragon oh, Worlds. Yeah. Or the, uh, God forbid, yeah, Dinosaur, Dinosaur City. City. But it was definitely kind of like, um, it was not a show that was meant for us at all. So I guess there were moments where I was just kind of like, this isn't even for me. Uh, so I had some trouble with that. Like, it kind of felt like it's a waste of time. Yeah, I guess it we kind of did. Because it was sort of like a thing where it's like, this show is trying to teach me to read. But we or to teach me that. to understand the difference between, like, primary and secondary sources. Or, like, you know, things that are a little bit higher level, but still kind of, like... It's like, like, you know, there is later on, there is a character who is all about poetic meter. Taught you how to make a haiku and stuff like that. I hate poems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't make it that far. But it was definitely kind of like, um... Uh, like, it was for a level of reader that was just, like, so far below me that I was just kind of, just like, kind of hard... It was hard to remember what it was like to not know what a haiku was... Or putting me in to that not head know what was a kind word of hard. Like conspiracy is right for a kid. That's mm-hmm. okay. So that was my low. We we really got off topic. This my show. high. Honestly, I really liked the theme song. I hated the theme song. Really? It was. Awful. I kind of liked it. I thought it was kind of jazzy. Read all about it. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. I hate that. <laughs> Maybe I just don't like certain kinds of jazz. Obviously, on the good quality episodes, it was way different than on the low quality episodes. Because on the low quality episodes, it sounded like something that would happen in a nightmare. But (laughs) in the regular ones, it sounded kind of like a jazzy, like, I could be in a bar and hear this and not think it was out of place. Also, it was totally an obvious giveaway to, like, what the show was supposed to be about. Like, as soon as I watched it, I was like, oh, this is about reading. (laughs) Like, track down all the clues. You know, it was definitely kind of like... This is about doing research for a new, like, a paper. Yeah, it's teaching yeah. kids about skills that they need. It's and pretty useful. not trust adults. Yeah, which is good. Probably They good. shouldn't. They're trying yeah. to indoctrinate you. Every adult tries to ch- change the children around them. Don't let them change you. Except for me. I know all the best stuff for kids. Yeah, kids. all the children should listen to Abby. What were you telling me? What was your advice about how to, like, always look good? Always dress like you're going to a funeral. But a slutty funeral. Slutty funeral outfits. That's that's Abby's outfits. Also, I can say the word slut because it's our word. So that was pretty awesome. I'm Read glad all it's about over. It was a pretty good show. Uh, what do we want to watch next? So we got a recommendation for a show from a listener. Thank you guys so much for sending stuff in. Anytime you, you want to send something in. Lucas, thank you so much. Um, so we're going to watch this show called Shoebox Zoo, which we know literally nothing about. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. There was a wizard in it. He shot some lightning, very low quality lightning, Yep, I'm very excited for that. It only takes like two minutes for us to basically just be like, yeah, we're going to do this one. Oh, yeah. We also have gotten some really great recommendations. Yeah. We're super excited for this new installment. We read all of your recommendations. We have a, an ongoing list in case you're worried that yours was forgotten. Don't worry. You are not forgotten. We love all of you. And if you want to send in a suggestion, please send it to sistertimepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much. And thank you so much to Abby's Patreon supporters who make this possible. You guys make it so that Abby can, like, make a living and not die. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Sister Time Podcast. We'll see you guys next fortnight. I love you. Bye. Bye. We're interesting people. There's a mystery to be solved. An adventure is unfolding. So watch.